This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Happy Thursday. Good afternoon. It's a fairly good day on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And it is a beautiful day at the Minnesota State Fair. We are on Underwood, just south of Randall. We would love to see you out here. Please do come and visit us if you find yourself in the area. And we'd also like to say thank you to our daily broadcast sponsor, AAA Movers. And now, Bradley. We will start the show just like we do every day with the three things we think you need to hear so you can be in the know. It's the three at 12.03. Give me three. You got it. It's the three. I'll need three things. At 12.03. Three. That's a magic number. They're going to be talking about three things. It is. It's the magic number. And here it is behind door number one. Okay, so the first thing we're going to hear today, this is kind of a fun story. You know, everybody was talking about Michael Jackson yesterday on the uh, 60th anniversary of his birth. Mm -hmm. Uh, And one of the stories that was being told by Matt Groening from The Simpsons. The Simpsons. Why did that sound weird to me as it was coming out of my mouth? Anyway, um, he uh, talked about that infamous Michael Jackson episode that uh, people always wondered, was that Michael Jackson? Yeah. Who was playing the character of the guy who thought he was Michael Jackson? Right. But let's listen to him explain uh, what really happened. I was sitting in the office late at night. The phone rings, and I pick it up. Hello? Hi, this is Michael Jackson. Approximately. Yeah. And I said, click, right? And call call back. No, it really is. Don't hang up. Because he has a voice that sounds like somebody doing a Michael Jackson bit. (laughs) And he said that he loved Bart and wanted to be on the show. He did do the show. He didn't want credit for it. There was some kind of deal with his record company or whatever. So when it came time to sing the songs, he had a sound-alike singer. And he stood there and watched the guy who was so nervous, who had to sound like Michael Jackson. And then uh, he, he giggled. Isn't that awesome? That is too funny. And it makes perfect sense, right? That he wouldn't necessarily be able to sing as himself as a deal with his record Actually, I didn't understand company. like why the record company would be so particularly, um, I don't know, picky about that. Yeah. You'd think that, sure, go ahead and sing a little tune on The Simpsons and uh, it's going to get more you know yeah. more people to talk about Michael Jackson also that was in 1991 so you'd think that Michael Jackson at that point in his career could have just said and I, done I do whatever what I want. he wanted to right. 
But what I also found kind of slightly creepy about that was the way he goes, oh, yeah, and my, he said how he liked uh, Bart. He really liked Bart. Oh, okay. Like, I, th- um, that, I skipped okay, right over that. All right. Kind of awkward. Can we also talk about the pressure of being the person who has to do the Michael Jackson impression with Michael Jackson looking directly at you? I mean, that would yeah, be... That, I, I think I don't know that I would Ugh. have the ability to do it. No. And not only just do it, do your best Michael Jackson impersonation, which for most of us would just sound like a series of, you <laughs> know... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but to actually sing a song in the voice of Michael Jackson, well, it's funny that we should ponder that because perhaps we should go to door number two. Behind door number two, let's see what we've got. Shimon. Oh, look. It's actually the audio of that guy doing that very thing that we were just talking about. The Michael Jackson impersonator. Do you fancy yourself a Michael Jackson impersonator? No, not at all. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, this guy does, and he did it on that episode of The Simpsons. So again, we learned that Michael Jackson was the voice of Michael Jackson, Mm -hmm. playing a guy who thought he was Michael Jackson on The Simpsons, but he was not the voice of the guy singing as Michael Jackson thinking he's not Michael Jackson thinking he's it's Michael Jackson. Let's listen confusing. to the audio. What'd you say your name was? Michael Jackson. Doesn't ring a bell. Well, have you heard of MTV? Nope. Motown. No. Nope. Beat it. You beat it. Thriller. What was that last one? Thriller. Nope. You seem like a nice guy. Why'd they put you in here? Because I wore a pink shirt. I understand. Actually, I wanted you People to hear thought the I was next crazy for the way I I'm you sorry. I want to hear the one of Michael Jackson not singing, but the other the guy other singing. But you know what's really good about that is you got to actually hear the Michael Jackson, yeah, that was really Michael Michael Jackson. Jackson talking. Now, in Sonny, it should be right underneath that clip. Bart, uh, fabulous. Let's listen. Lisa, it's your birthday. God bless you this day. You gave me the gift of a little sister And I'm proud of you today Lisa, it's your birthday Happy birthday, Lisa Lisa, it's your birthday Happy birthday, Lisa I wish you love and goodwill I wish you praise and joy I wish you better than your heart desires And your first kiss from a boy Lisa, it's your birthday Happy birthday, Lisa Lisa, it's your birthday Happy birthday, Lisa Alright, so that's the delightful Happy Birthday Lisa song. I imagine if your name is Lisa, they play that song for you every time you You have a birthday. probably get real irritated. I will say we have a friend named Lisa and my husband makes a point to always sing that to her on her birthday so i think it does happen quite a bit but you know what's weird about that is i think that that is the thing that threw people off and made people wonder whether or not that really was michael jackson right because that voice didn't sound i mean it sounded kind of michael jackson-y but the speaking voice sounded like michael jackson and so i bet that that was part of what got in the middle of people you know trying to figure out if it was or wasn't him but what a great story and what a cool thing. Yeah. Indeed. Here's what we have for you behind door number three. Oh, 
Oh, okay, yes, I forgot. The very last thing you want to hear today on this beautiful day out here live at the Minnesota State Fair at the My Talk 1071 booth is a little bit of uh, history that was made yesterday at the fair with our good friend Marley. Marley McMillan, of course. She's the host of the You Get a Rose podcast. She sat down and chatted with none other than Bachelorette Becca. And here's a little clip of that interview. On, I think it was after the final rose, you kind of mentioned that you might head out to L.A. for a while. Do you know kind of what kind of things you'd get up to if you did head up um, head out there? So we're still deciding if it would be L.A. or more south. Um, okay. No, every time we talk about it, we kind of blow it off, and we're like, oh, we'll figure it out when it comes. But we actually have to sit down now and figure out if we would want to do that for maybe two years. I would like to be in California for two years. His family all lives there, and so it would be nice to be close to some kind of family. But ideally, I would love for him to fall in love with Minnesota, and I would love to raise kids here. So my goal is just to make him fall in love with the state as quickly as possible so he wants to stay here yeah but we'll see i mean that shouldn't be a problem you know making him quickly fall in love with something don't you think i see what you did there (laughs) because of course he quickly fell in love with with her her. yes (laughs) it's just such a weird conversation right like we did not watch this particular season of the bachelorette um you know everybody uh was paying attention to it of course and we did as well because it involved somebody from our very own state of minnesota and we always love a good minnesota story the jam-packed audience at tcl yesterday was an indication that minnesotans love becca and the story that uh they were able to see via the bachelorette this particular season but I just, I, there is something totally odd about the notion that um, you're going to get married to someone and you're going to, like, I don't know, move somewhere together, maybe, but you got to kind of convince that person to move to the place you'd like to move. just seems like it's all very sort of... Mm, different. Well, that's the thing about it. When you think about how, like, a regular relationship, and I put that in loose quotes... The majority of relationships begin sort of in a common place, right? And then you say, okay, well, this is our common place. We'll put down roots here. And then maybe a job will take you elsewhere or whatever. The thing that's so bizarre about The Bachelor and The Bachelorette is you're taking people from two totally different worlds, smooshing them into this fake world for a little while where the common place that they share is not anywhere that they could live. Yep. And then and then you leave them once they're now engaged to negotiate whose place they're going to live in. And to me that's where typically we see the relationships like fall apart. Yeah, it just because seems- suddenly you're not you're in reality now. You're not in fantasy bachelor bachelorette it's world. It's just artificial. It is. Yeah, right. Also Can I just point out, she is a great PR person. Because did you notice how she navigated that question so expertly, knowing full well she was talking to somebody from Minnesota, that the person from Minnesota wouldn't want to hear that she was going to want to live anywhere else, and the way that she sort of put it around L.A. and then slingshot it back around how much she loved Minnesota. Mm -hmm. I just thought that was expert. Yeah. Well done, Becca. Well done. Most, Yeah. And, uh, oh, I should mention, too, if you did not catch that interview that Marley did with Becca uh, from the You Got a Rose pod, you Get a Rose podcast, it's on uh, our website, of course. It's also wherever, you know, podcasts can be found. But you can listen to that entire interview. Also, the interview that she did with C. Patterson and uh, Elizabeth Reese on Twin Cities Live is available on their website. So yes, if you needed to get your fill 
of Becca, you can certainly still do so. And to that end, speaking of Elizabeth Reese, she has arrived on site and she has brought all the dirt straight from Hollywood and the State Fair with her. We'll be back after this with a dirt alert on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Well, looky here. Elizabeth Reese has showed up with all the dirt from Hollywood at the Dirt Alert. Hello. Hi, Elizabeth. Oh, yeah. Hold on. There you go. There we go. Wherever you go, I will find you. True. Colleen and Bradley. I love that. If you're here, I will find you. Okay, um, all sorts of dirt. Let's start with um, the the big conversation, of course, that's happening about the death of John McCain. His memorial service is set to host guests and a thousand members of the public. It's huge. Mm-hmm. And that's been going on today. Um, there are it's it was a service that happened this morning at North Phoenix Baptist Church, and they had about a thousand seats available, made available to the public. I think what's so unbelievable about this, and what I've been seeing in terms of the coverage, is just the comparison to the death of John McCain. Although he was not a president of the United States, this the attention and the pomp and circumstance yeah. and all of the tributes and everything are presidential level. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he, you know, really, truly was one of a kind and, and should be honored as such in, in so many ways. As somebody who um, fought for our country um, was, he was a prisoner of war, right? Oh, yeah. 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 He was yeah. tortured like, for six years. Essentially, a, a, yeah, like yeah. A, yeah. A, a total hero and right. should be honored um, in such a way. Yeah. It's really incredible. So that's what's happening today. Um, another more entertainment news. Uh, we'll talk about um, Brad Pitt. So an attorney plans to sue actor Brad Pitt's foundation over um, these homes that were built in New Orleans. Ooh. Do you remember oh, yeah. this? Yes. So Brad, it's like a tent city. Yes, exactly. So there is an area of New Orleans that was among the hardest hit by Hurricane Katrina. And um, there's an attorney who is talking to a television station. They're saying he plans to bring a lawsuit on behalf of some of the residents in the Lower Ninth Ward against Pitt's Make It Right Foundation. Uh, he says that these residents have reported sicknesses and headaches in addition to infrastructural issues with their homes. Um, this Ron Austin, this attorney, says that Make It Right was making a lot of promises to come back and fix the homes that they initially sold these people and have failed to do so. Oh, uh, they don't know. We haven't talked about how many residents would join in this lawsuit, but there were more than 100 of these homes that were green, so they were eco-friendly. They were touted as eco-friendly. They were built in 2008, and there has been a lot of bad press and some troubles with yeah. these. It, you know, it's a hard thing because I think there, are, you know, there are two sides to every story. So you know, you don't want to immediately demonize Brad Pitt. Foundation because I think the intention was really great at the beginning, and yeah. then I don't know if maybe the follow through didn't happen, or if he kind of stepped away, and then the people that were there in New Orleans weren't really handling it well, or who knows what was going on with the funding, et cetera, and et who cetera, knows what's going on with the residents who live there. Yeah. I mean, were there people who weren't taking care of them properly? I mean, there are a lot of elements here, but um, but clearly there are some well, troubles. And, you know, again, it's nice that Brad Pitt uh, and this organization tried to do really good things. You'd think, hopefully, that maybe you know they wouldn't have to do those nice things because I don't know. The people who were supposed to do their job the first time could have you know, that, that prevented that from yeah, yeah that one to didn't, that wasn't handled well. I think yeah. we yeah. can all recall, yeah. Right. Yeah. especially on the you know oh. another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Almost, what is it? Has it already been a year anniversary? Uh, Hurricane Irma, I'm thinking of Puerto Rico and all of the, yep. the information we've learned now in the last week or so Still about no how power. underreported the tragedy and the despair and the lack and the of death toll. help that yeah. um, the people of Puerto Rico have, have received in yeah, the wake of that tragedy. It's been definitely very troubling. Uh, Kim Richards says she's at a peaceful place after leaving Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and she debuted her secret boyfriend of six years. Wow. <laughs> He's not a secret anymore He's now. He's not a secret anymore. Uh, she is uh, relieved that she's not on the show anymore. She was at the premiere of the new season of WeTV's Marriage Boot Camp, Reality Stars. And now that her housewives days are behind her, she says she's at a peaceful place. She says, I like not having the negativity, being at peace, waking up in the morning and going to watch my grandson or having him for a week. I'm super grateful for that. Oh, I bet I bet that feels amazing Except to not constantly be coming up with drama. I know, like, but now oh. she's going to be on the show on this marriage boot camp with her boyfriend. Ugh. Like, it's just like I the nail that, in the coffin of all relationships. That's a glutton for punishment yeah. right? right there. That is somebody or a who... Paycheck. You know, interestingly, is chasing drama while saying she's glad she doesn't have to chase drama anymore. No one knew these two were dating, and he um, he looks surprised. That they're dating? No, just oh. because of the amount of work I think he's had done. He just oh. looks surprised. <laughs> just in general, he's just looking like, surprised. Hey. Yeah, just whoops. Like yeah, anything that happens. Whoa, surprised. surprised. Yeah, it's a surprise. Are you surprised? No, that's just my, my face. face. Um, that is interesting. That's an interesting move. Now, I will also say this. I Because we know in Hollywood... Everything is fake and nobody smokes. Everybody, Everybody smokes and, and nothing, nothing is real. I feel like I hear that story about this surprise, re- like fake relationship, or not fake relationship, like, like hidden ones, hidden relationship for six years, and I now know. she's on, and now she's on marriage boot camp. I feel like this might be a little Farrah Abrahammy. Yes. Like I just grabbed a guy to be my Farrah Abrahammy fake partner for th- six years. It's to be sure, right? It's definitely um, bizarre. I was reading this article um, the other day, and, and it went through all of the couples that have filed for divorce after appearing on the Real Housewives franchises. I think it was, did anyone else see the headline? I think it was 32 couples was what they went through. Wow. 32. I uh, mean, that's not good. I, I got a good track record right there. No, guys. No three, Bob. It's really, it's How's this great. marriage boot camp doing, though? I don't think it's doing any better. Okay, good. Yeah, probably not. Who watches marriage boot camp for crying Who outside? can find WeTV? Where is it? What? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Lady Gaga says she did not dabble in drugs after fame, but there was a buffet of options. So, there's a surprise. That's, uh, is that headline news for some reason? Yes, <laughs> it is. I don't oh. know what to do with that story. Well, there's a profile piece that it's in the LA Times. It was published today, and um, she did this movie with Bradley Cooper about mm-hmm. a rock star struggling with drug and alcohol yeah. addiction. It's called A Star Is Born. Bradley's very excited about it. It's the remake. Not Bradley of, Cooper. No, Bradley Trainer. Well, Trainor. Bradley Cooper's probably equally as excited. No, he's actually, actually he's more really excited. excited. <laughs> Bradley Trainer is actually not excited. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the remake of a 1937 drama. She said that drugs were readily 
available to her after she became famous. You know, I don't think anybody's surprised by this, but it is kind of interesting. She says it's very lonely being a performer. There's a certain loneliness that I feel anyway, that I'm the only one that does what I do. So it feels like no one understands, and the urge to use is because you're searching for a way to quell the pain. She's articulating what I think a lot of famous creative people yeah. struggle with, mm-hmm. because that is the truth. I mean, if you are a wildly famous creative person, they're already, I think, creative people have a sensitivity chip that maybe the rest of us don't have, right? I mean, well, they and creative people, I think, always feel misunderstood, yes. which is always the root of their creativity to begin with, right? She, so it's yes. kind of a vicious cycle. Well, and I think part of it is just the system that she is a part of. I don't think... It's necessarily creative people. There are things you can say about creative people in general, sure. Yeah. But from her perspective, being part of that you know, pop music machine and being put on a pedestal and sold and marketed you know, in a way that no other human or very few other human beings have. That yeah. has to be an incredibly lonely position. It's a very to be isolating. In. Yeah. She um she says there was stuff everywhere in terms of drugs when she performed in New York City nightclubs before the release of her debut single Just Dance. Don't we love that one in yes. two thousand eight. But here's what she told the LA Times. Lady Gaga said I had already partied when I was younger, so I didn't dabble. I was able to avoid it because I did it when I was a kid. That kind of makes sense if you've already gone through your experimental phase, which mm-hmm. we all everybody go you know however you far you take it i mean everyone kind of goes through that as like a teenager young 20s pushing the boundaries if you've already gone through that before you become famous i would imagine that you're more likely to stay on the straight and narrow at least you know what the consequences right can exactly be. and if you're able to control it then you yeah know, you can just not pick it up uh kanye west <laughs> i don't even know i don't even have time to get into the situation yeah. that is kanye west <laughs> But he is publicly shared. I think that's actually. I feel like that is actually the understatement of the century. Yeah, yeah. She's, I don't even have time to get into. He it. has shared his text messages with Caitlyn Jenner amid her feud with the Kardashians. Kanye is apparently the only one talking to Caitlyn Jenner. Do you know why? Because the girl that he's hanging or she's hanging out with is wearing like complete Yeezy outfits. Oh man, and Kanye loves Look it. At that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, Yeezy. Elizabeth Reese. Thanks, Thank friends. you for all that lovely dirt. I'll find you again tomorrow. Yes. Bye. Thank you. 651 We need somebody to play the 30 second pop culture challenge. 30 seconds, five questions. Get them all right. You'll win a prize on My Talk 1071. Welcome back, everybody, to Colleen and Bradley, starring Colleen and Bradley. Oh my God, Colleen, your voice got so deep and manly. Well, during that commercial break, I, I went to get a corn dog. Oh, oh, what? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that. Is that a metaphor? Bye. Wow. This is the Colleen and Bradley show, the as Jason said. You learn at the Minnesota State Fair. This is My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And every day at this time, we play a fun game 30 seconds, five pop culture questions. You could win a prize, but you got to get them all right. It's called the 30 Second Pop Culture Challenge. 30 seconds. Challenge. Hey, everybody. Who's on the phone today, Colleen? We have Jill on the line. And Bradley, what is Jill playing for today? Uh, Jill is playing for a copy of RBG about that wonderful Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Okay. Timer will begin after I ask the first question. Are we ready? We're ready. Okie doke. Here we go. Anna Wintour. Oh, wait. One moment. I think I had a malfunction. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Let me start again. Now are you ready? Not ready again. Okay, sorry. Wolverine is a character from what comic book series? Oh, um, 
Okay, go back to it. What is the name of the coffee shop featured on the show Friends? Central Perk. Dwayne Johnson goes by what nickname? The Rock. Brothers Eddie and Alex are a member of what band? Oh gosh. Um. Uh, Insane. No. Oh. oh. I'm sorry, Jill. Sorry, you did sweetheart. not get those. That's correct. Uh, and so you did not win. However, we do play every day. So you have another chance tomorrow to play at 1230. Let's get to those answers that Jill did not get correct. Bradley. All right. So we'll start at the top. And um, here, uh, I can do it, too. Wolverine is a character from what comic book series? Anyone? X-Men. You are correct, X-Men. Uh, and she did not get... Brothers Eddie and Alex are members of what band? Anyone? Van Halen! Van Says Halen, you are correct. And then one we didn't even get to, Mr. Burns is the boss of which animated character? Mr. Burns is the boss of which animated character? What's his first name? Homer Simpson, you are correct. Our Yay. audience is playing. You don't get anything, sorry, but... Yay, good job. And now we move on to solve blind items. We will need your help again. Blind items that Holly Roberts has picked for us in this little segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Ooh, let's uh, get to some blind items, some crazy days and nights.net. Now we have to think about a foreign born permanent A list singer slash musician and this person's children. Okay. A permanent A-list singer-slash-musician and this person's children. By the way, the A-lister, foreign-born. Okay. Here's your blind item from crazydaysandnights.net. The kids of this foreign-born permanent A-list singer-slash-musician are completely out of luck now. They were still going to get some nibbles of their father's fortune until a recent life event. After that event, the singer-slash-musician changed everything he hadn't changed over to his new wife. So also think about the new wife. A new wife for an aging foreign-born... Oh, is that like a Paul McCartney situation? Nope. Uh, Okay, so wait, is this uh, A-list musician, singer, person alive at this moment or not alive? They are currently with us. Okay, currently with us. Because it sounds like they have changed things so that it'll go to their wife. Yes. Okay. Um, Let's see. Permanent A-list, foreign-born singer. Feel free to yell it out, audience. Anyone got anything? I know. Okay. Um, newly-ish married or no? Uh, and there was an event. Are we? Do we have to think about the event as well? Well, I, the event was the marriage. The marriage. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. So um, let's narrow this down. How old is this person? Like uh, sixty plus? Okay. I mean, seventy plus. Yeah, I'd have to double check on that. Okay, so sixty to seventy years old. What w- what decade was their musical heyday? 60s, 70s, oh. 80s, even 90s. This person is Billy a perm- Joel. Uh, no, he's not no. foreign born, is oh, he? Oh, yeah, you're right. Think of what has been making headlines. A marriage that has been making headlines this past week. Just recently in the past few days. I mean, feel free to just yell, audience, if you've got anything. Uh, foreign born, A-list. Mm. 
Rod, Rod Stewart? Stewart? Not Rod Stewart, no. because I no. don't feel like we've heard anything about Rod no. Stewart. No, now there's a permanent A-list foreign-born musician-slash-singer that made headlines earlier this week for getting married, but they didn't really talk about the wedding. And Oh, 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 oh! Got me, um, not Neil Simon, what's his name? Neil Young. Oh, yeah! No, yeah, yeah to, Dar- um, Daryl Hannah. Hannah. Oh, I forgot about that. Okay, okay, okay. We got there. We got Oof. there, you guys. We got there. Thanks for thanks for all your help, Neil everybody. Simon. Yep, no, he's dead. He's dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a big event. <laughs> that let was fi- also a big event. Yeah, let me fill in the blank for you. So the kids of Neil Young are completely out of luck now. They were still going to get some nibbles of Neil Young's fortune until a recent life event. That would be the marriage of Neil Young to Daryl Hannah. After that event, Neil Young changed everything he hadn't changed over to Daryl Hannah. Wow. That's... Let me tell you, Neil Young is worth a lot of money. Oh, I would imagine. We, in fact, we were just talking about that this morning. So, because yeah. I was like, did we did we ever talk about the fact that Neil Young got married secretly to Daryl Hannah over the weekend? Because that seemed like big news. Uh, yeah. And then I didn't even actually realize it until this morning. Did you know before this morning? Yeah, I think, well, there it's been... It's been alluded it's to been always. out there, but so I, it's bizarre. one of those stories where I'm always like, I'm sure Holly's going to talk about that at some point in the Dirt Alert update. I did. But we don't normally cover the, you know, yeah. Neil Young, Daryl Hannah beat. Mm-hmm. So it's not something that we talk about. And Daryl Hannah, she's kind of an odd duck, right? Haven't we sort of decided that as a group of, of human people? Well, I guess I just haven't thought of Daryl Hannah since like about 1986. Oh, do you know that when I was young yeah. and I used to play pretend, I would pretend that she was my mom because I thought she was not that my mom oh is my amazing. God, poor Diane. No, 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 no. My mom would probably approve of this. I literally thought that Daryl Hannah was the most beautiful person I'd ever seen in my entire life. I Not anymore, but at the time I really did. I was like, she's amazing. That's all. We can move on now. I'm ready. Thank you for letting me have that moment. You feel better? Mm, reminiscing. Our next blind item from CrazyDaysAndNights.net has to do with a talented actor and a hit show. A talented actor and a hit show. Okay. The subjects of this blind item. The number one lesson in Hollywood is to never walk away from a hit show. I have said this from almost day one of this site. Well, this talented actor who stars on a hit cable show is doing just that. He thinks he's going to be a huge movie star and doesn't need the television thing. He's walking away, which is going to shut the whole show down for good. That upcoming movie of his will be big, but he will never be A-plus list. Mm. Okay. Is this confirmed or are we... This is not confirmed. Okay. But is this uh, in the headlines as we speak? Yes. Okay. Uh, There's a cable show... You mean John Hamm? Uh, No. It's 2012? Yeah. I know. Did you use your flux capacitator today? I don't know. I just can't think of a star... Like somebody who thinks they should be A-plus list who's on a cable show. Yes. And they have a movie... That's going to be released in theaters this mm-hmm. fall. It's going to be big. And the reason it's going to be big is not because this person is starring in the film. Rather, it's the film's subject that people are interested in. Is it in. like a Star Warsian situation or Star Trekian? No. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. It's based on planet Earth. Okay. In our Unlike reality. Me. Yes, Unlike ma'am, me. in the audience. Oh. Oh. Say that again. Uh, what's his name? Not Rob. It's not Re- Rob. Re- Remy, Re- Remy Malik. Remy Malik. Remy Malik. 
Oh, congratulations, <gasps> audience oh, member. Interesting. Good Wonderful. Job. Okay, okay, fill in that blue. All right. The number one lesson in Hollywood is to never walk away from a hit show. I have said this from almost day one of the site. Well, Rami Malik, who stars on Mr. Robot, is doing just that. Rami thinks he's going to be a huge movie star and doesn't need the television thing. He's walking away, which is going to shut down Mr. Robot for good. Mm. That upcoming movie, Bohemian Rhapsody, is going to be big. But Raimi will never be A-plus list. Yeah, he gets a lot of buzz, but um, I saw that headline about Mr. Robot going away, and somebody was speculating that it's, you know, it'll never be replaced, and it's a one-of-a-kind show. I've, I've never, never seen, seen a second of it. Yeah. People I watched like part it, of the like first it. season. Was yeah. it, did you, yeah, I remember you watched it. You, you enjoyed it. Fine, I, right? I enjoyed it, but I didn't go back to it. Yeah. So that tells the story. It does. Um, okay. Do we? Can we do one more, or should we move on? No, we should move okay. on. Because the other one, that, what she said, when when that happens, I just want to pull back the curtain. That means the other one she has is going to take us way too long to get. So we are going to play a really fun game when we come back. We do need one member of the audience to play. You will win. I'm Bradley Trainer, and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Nothing but happiness. We're going to play a game called How Much Do These People Make at the Minnesota State Fair? We'll get an audience member... I will play against you. I'm terrible at these games. You should know that. We'll be back after this on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Hi. Hi. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Oh, because we have a different headphones. Yeah, you guys are wearing each other's headphones. I'm We're so confused right now. That's color coded. I actually was not at all confused in that moment, but I did go deaf for a hot moment. Bradley turned down the volume in my headphones, so I heard nothing. All right, now uh, we are going to play a fabulous game out here at the Minnesota State Fair. And by the way, thank you to our stage sponsor, AAA Movers, for the State Fair. I'm sorry, our broadcast sponsor today. Um, Bradley, we're going to play a fabulous and very fun game. It is called... Yes! I am very excited, and I want to play this game. Can you hear me okay? Uh, Really? I want to play this game. It's called... How much do these people make at the state fair? Because, you know, people make a lot of money at the state fair, right? You always hear about people like, I'm going to earn my entire year's salary just by selling uh, cheese at the fair. Frozen fruit. So again, we're playing How Much Do These People Make at the State Fair. We've got two lovely listeners. What are your listeners' names? Jody. Jody. Stephanie. Jody wow. and Stephanie. Stephanie, you guys, thanks for little, bringing it today. Little known fact, Stephanie actually was singing with and Vogue here at the Minnesota State Fair, and that is why she lost her voice. Uh, she freed her mind and her vocal cords. She sure did. All right, Bradley, how does this game work? All right, it's very easy. I'm going to give you the name of a very popular State Fair food destination, and you're going to tell me how much money they make. A year. Okay, here we go. Starting with corn, everybody. How much do the people who sell corn on the cob make at the state fair? 
Four million. Four million. You both agree. Oh, wow. That was lovely. Okay. okay well. This uh, is so Minnesotan. You like way overbid. Okay. Two point eight. Two point eight. Keep dropping it. One point three. Really? Can I ask a question for yeah. our friends? Yeah. Who seem to be struggling? Yeah. Is it is it over a million? No, okay. it is not over so a million let's dollars. Go way down. Seven fifty. Oh, okay. You're close. I'm gonna give it to you guys. Nope. I'm gonna kind of play that. Yep. There we Yay. go. Seven hundred and ninety thousand five four hundred and fifty dollars. They made in 2016. I really appreciate how you lofty kind of thought it would be more, right? Million was right there. Okay, so of the top-selling state fair foods, how much did the fresh French fries people make in 2016? 2.3 million. 2.3 million, and uh, let's see here. You guys are way overbidding. Apparently, everybody thinks everybody makes a lot more than they do. (laughs) One dollar. One dollar, Bob. (laughs) Let me say this. It's not much different than the corn. Okay. 8.50? Ooh, close again. I'm going to give it to you. 894,237 dollars. That is a lot of cheddar. Okay. That's cute. I see what you did there. Not that much. They're expensive. The this f- well, is true. right? But uh, okay, so again, fresh French fries made eight hundred and ninety-four thousand two hundred and thirty-seven dollars in twenty sixteen. Corn made just under eight hundred thousand. Let's do something. I think. Speaking of a lot of cheddar, ah. should we do this mouse or it's mouth trap? They wrote it wrong. Mouse, mouth trap cheese curds. How much did they make in two thousand sixteen? Yeah, nine hundred and thirty thousand. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna give that to you guys. One point one two million dollars. There we go. Okay, so finally now, we got over a million. Now we've gotten over a million. All right, we're gonna do one more, and if you guys are just joining us, we're playing how much do these people make at the state fair? And uh, reintroduce our lovely contestants again, Colleen. We have Stephanie and Jody. Jody. Yes, and they are playing. How much did these people make at the Minnesota State Fair? All right, last up. Now, we'll, maybe we'll take a little poll of the audience after they give us their yeah, guess, shall we? Sweet Martha's Cookie Jar. Sweet Martha's Cookie Jar, how much did they make in 2016? We'll start with our contestants, and then we'll see what our audience, yeah. whether Three they million. agree or disagree. Three, Three million. million. What do you guys think, higher or lower? Oh, wow, Everybody you got mixed says, results. I got one person that said lower. Okay, most people in the audience said higher, and they are correct. It is higher. Higher than Five, $3 million. 5.5. Lower. 4.3. You guys, you know what? You're close enough. $3.94 million. Thank you, ladies. That is a lot of cookies. Thanks, ladies. For playing our wonderful, how much did they make? At the Minnesota State Fair. You guys did a great job. And you know what? I'll tell you, those games are hard to play. But it does take the first couple questions, and then suddenly you kind of get your groove. And they certainly did get their groove. I would just like to, can we talk about the fact that um, cookies make $4 yes. million dollars at the Minnesota State Fair every that year? That is crazy. They also have, like, umpty-foo locations. Well, I think they've got three, right? Three or four at the State Fair. 
I can tell you, I can believe it because the other when I was here on Saturday, that record-breaking day, we were simply trying to to swing around on the other side of the grandstand. Their original location is right over there. Yep. We were trying to get from around the grandstand into that West End area, and it was you couldn't get through the lines. It was insane. Yeah. I thought, oh my gosh. All these people, they just want their bucket of cookies. Also, you know for what? For goodness sake. You know how I think they make their millions? Do you? How many people do you see at the Minnesota State Fair carrying around a bucket of cookies? And you're like, there is no way you're eating all those cookies, right? Right. Like, so they've convinced people to buy that giant bucket. It's genius. Uh, it's genius for them. Yes. But I, I can't tell you, like, just we were walking in from the, the shuttle today, and there were two kids probably, like, 17 years old. Both of them had their own giganto bucket of cookies, which I think on average those have about four dozen cookies in them. There is no way those cookies are all going to get eaten. It took Mm-mm. a lot of willpower for me not to grab a cookie off the top or of the just bucket. just like the whole bucket. You know, that's <laughs> yeah. the thing. Do you not? I have that urge whenever I'm walking through the fair and I see a bucket of cookies. I think to myself, I could just take one. They never even notice. Yeah, well, here's the thing. As we've learned uh, here on My Talk 1071, we could just ask for one and they'd be this more than happy to give it this is true Usually we actually yes we'll give one up last night we were sitting uh some friends and i stayed after the the show to walk around the fair and eat again of course because that's what you do um this woman just came up to us and handed us a cone of cookies because she's like i just wanted a few but they won't give you a few so i had to get this cone do you guys want it so she just handed over her cookies oh my gosh nice <laughs> she did she just tossed she didn't her cookies toss, yeah. toss her cookies at you hey you know we should remind everybody saturday's a pretty special day here at the minnesota state fair because we uh have a very 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 long-standing tradition on the colleen and bradley show we've only done it we've one done other it time um, on, we will be uh here broadcasting live at the minnesota state fair for a couple hours i believe from one to three uh to on saturday on saturday and uh we have just decided to make that show a show where we just really tell you all our secrets. Yes. We're going to tell you stories mm-hmm. about things that have happened since we've uh, been on the air at My Talk 1071. And if there's anything you want to know, you have a burning yearning to know something about uh, the people we work with or what we're all like, yeah, like off the air. If people are really nice behind yeah, the scenes. Yeah, like is Alexis really that nice? Who's the nastiest host <laughs> behind the scenes? We will tell all. It is the Team Cobra Tell All episode. Oh, I like that. Team Cobra Tell All. Yeah, that's what we're doing okay. on Saturday, and if you've got questions, feel free to tweet Who's us. Who's the biggest? No, no, never mind. <laughs> Send us an email, uh, and we'll be happy to answer those on Saturday. We'll have a lot of fun, and then it will all be available to you on a podcast at mytalk1071.com, yeah. so you can listen to it after the fact. And I will say, all of our uh, best, or I should say, our weekend state fair shows are going to be on that landing page as well. Just go to mytalk1071.